Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three of It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. As you come for a rip, often imitated, never to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving! Hello again, it is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post joined by my co-host and cohort... Aaron Everham, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am well. I am well. Congratulations are in order. The new horse, Short Stirrup, apparently is working well. Wow, look at Kate. you with all oh, the terminology. Man. Oh, I'm telling you what, I'm, I'm I brought my A game today, Aaron. I'm warning you, yeah. I brought my A game today. Yeah. You know? So you know, it's like we moved up from beginner box stock to box stock. Right to box you know, stock. Yeah, exactly. we moved up a class and we had a good weekend. Yeah, so we had a good I'm, weekend. I'm impressed. Awesome. Look at you go. Oh, you kidding Kate's me? Kate's gonna be all oh, sorts I'm, of excited. Oh, I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention to what's going on in the world here. You know, I mean. <laughs> Uh, wow, it is great. Um, good times, that's for sure. Um, having a ball. Um, boy, I am telling you, the world of outlaw racing right now, I just don't know. It's like every time you plop down and turn on Dirt Vision, you're like, I can't believe what I just saw. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, and then you come back the next day, and it's like, my God. Yeah. The racing, the depth of the field, the level of the competition, is just bonkers right it, now. It is. And, and we've said that for three years, but yet it's still We've said it for continue. three years, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and it just continues. And, and, and man, you throw them on the big stage at Eldora. Oh, gosh. And, and the big stars get real bright at Eldora. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, they do. Let's get into our Hefner Racing Product Hot Topics. Um, Friday night, Logan Schuhart. Um, and, boy, he gets around there good. I think it's his third career win. <laughs> And uh, he got... Yeah, and how many seconds does he have? Oh, I know. Yeah, Yeah, he's been so good there. So good. Um, So Logan picks up the win, although Rico made him work for it on that last lap. Yep. Um, And on Saturday night, Rico was due a win. He hadn't won there in one race. Um, You know, what I find so fascinating about sprint cars, and we saw this last year with Brent Marks, is like the competition level is so good, yet there's still one driver. It seems to be a little bit better. Last year was Brent Marks. Yep. He seems to have faded back into the field right now. Um, this for year now. it's Rico. For now. Oh, yeah, yeah for now. Yeah. This year, now, so now far, it's, it's Rico. Rico. Yeah. I mean, what him that, and Ricky Warner have going on is, is yeah. insane. It really, I mean, Ricky Warner is insane, and Rico is insane as a driver. So you put the combination together, you give it a little time to, to yeah. gel, yeah. and the results are showing. Man, oh, man, I'm telling you what. And then, and then we talk about the big stars. Um, where's Donnie Shots? Where's Donnie Shots? Where's Donnie Shots? You roll into Rossburg, Ohio. Oh, there he is. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, we're we're all twisted up about this million dollars. We're all twisted up about this million dollars. I'm a betting man. I still think that million dollars might go to North Dakota. He's always there for the big shows. Look, look last <laughs> year, we were having the same conversations going into Knoxville last year. Yeah. Oh, shots, what a subpar year. Oh, shots, what a subpar year. You didn't know it that Saturday night. Nope. It was busy. Hold my beer. I'm getting ready to go whoop some butt. And I don't know, man, I'm just, I mean, you know. I mean, you can I, never, you never count him out. No, ever. no, that's the thing. So it was good and good to see Donnie up there running. Yeah, Rico's last three finishes at Eldora. It's his third outlaw win of the season. His last three finishes at Eldora. He won in the fall at the, um, the Friday night show of the Four Crown. Yeah. He won at the fall, second on Friday night, first here. Wow, that's, it's, it's incredible. Um, Knoxville Raceway, finally, third time was the charm. <laughs> 70th annual Pella Motors season opener, and boy, oh boy, did Aaron Reitzel come out of the box. Mm -hmm. Well, he drives for the Ridge and Sun Racing car, that's that number eight car, and he won both the 410 and the 360 A-Mains. Five drivers have done that in one night. Terry McCarl, Brian Brown, Justin Henderson, Dennis Moore Jr., and now Aaron Reitzel. That is impressive. Yeah, it is. That is impressive. Um, first win of the season, uh, first 410 win of the season for, for Reitzel, and uh, second uh, uh, 360 win. He won at East Bay earlier this year, one race uh, in the 360, uh, the, the uh, Laney Memorial, um, the Ronald Laney yep. Memorial, who won that uh, down there. So, um, looks like Reitzel's getting a dial up. He's got um, Tyler Swank as his crew chief. That's, yeah, that's a pretty yeah. good combination right there. Um, now, in western Pennsylvania, and we're going to talk to Brandon, Brandon Spithaller, uh, he got on his high horse and rolled into Lernerville first time since 2016, picked up a win. He's a former champion there. And he said, well, that's not enough for me. I'm going to roll up to Mercer on Saturday night to get his 10th career win. He swept the weekend up there. Not a bad weekend. And, um, I, I want to talk to him, obviously, about his performance, but I, I was reading Mercer's got a number of well, 410 sprint car races. We went a year, Without, three, four years ago, yeah. 2019, I think it was. The reason I think I know that is the year that my dad, we lost my dad. And I remember I left my dad's one time and went down there. And I think Mercer in 2019 had one 410 show. And they haven't ran a lot. But but the guy that runs the place, Michael's, um, I can't remember his first name. Anyhow, he does a great job. Yeah. And I talked to him that weekend, and he has such a passion for it. And it was like, I had the sense that this is building back. You know, let's yeah. not, let's not. And, and they've got a number of 410 shows. I love shows. that racetrack. Yeah, it's a great racetrack. My gosh, it's a great racetrack. So, and then finally, last week on the program, and I want to follow up on this. Last week on the program, and we got some really, really nice comments on our social media channels. And I got some DMs from people. We had Daryl Ruggles on the show. And Daryl is the racer that last fall in, a, in an accident at his auto body shop lost his eye. And he's been back out testing. They opened the season at Land of Legends Speedway. He started mid-pack, raced his way forward, came to a second-place finish. Uh, I always am like, well, Daryl Ruggles finished second. And I'm like, um, we always talk about, uh, in Daryl's part of the story that we talked about, but but need to mention that Bobby Peril picked up the win. So you got to give that winner some credit, too. Yep. We always talk about the guys who want to fight on pit road, but we got to, uh, you know, we got to give, give, give a winner. So Bobby <laughs> you, Peril. You've heard, there's been some of that recently. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Um, Bobby Peril. So, oh, yeah, it's uh, the fight on pit road. Um, the old sprint car world is not in the Denny Hamlin camp right now. Um, yeah. Mm. Keep my. 
comments to myself. Yeah, um, my favorite, my favorite. Um, I don't know Caitlin all that well. Caitlin Larson, Caitlin Sweet, Caitlin Larson. I don't know her all that well. I've always had the sense that she'd be fun to drink a few beers. Mm -hmm. I've always had that sense. I just had it. Yeah. Her Twitter was just, her Twitter, she just had two tweets. One, wrecked twice, both while leading. You know, just kind of the head yeah. slap. And then, um, oh, Denny Hamlin has the podcast, Actions Detrimental. Oh, what did she do? Hold on, I got to look this up. It's that good. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God. I missed Caitlin is, Caitlin is throwing She's got a good sense of humor. Is, I know that she much. Is throwing them, she is throwing them from the half court line and sinking them. Um, actions Hypocritical. Yeah. And Denny, Denny's been well, on this. Well, he did just call Kyle out unnecessarily. Yeah. And, Denny, and, and Denny's been on this. Denny's been on this. Uh, and Den, a lot of the veteran drivers in NASCAR, and I know this is sprint car stuff, a lot of the veteran drivers in NASCAR have been like, we need, we need a little bit more respect. We need a little bit more of this and that. And that sort of thing. And so that's the actions hypocritical. Um, mm. You know, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, and I'm, I, I, I'll tell you, I do, I do victory lane, and it was Audrey's fifth birthday. And so I'm like, man, I'm ready for victory lane mm. to see. And then because Audrey and Caitlin yep. and the, the kids, they were, they were all there. there. They were all there. And so I was like bummed for them and that sort of thing. A last lap bump and run in NASCAR. It's not the first time. It's not the last time. So, I mean, it just is what it is. But the sprint car world. Oh, and I'm telling you, there was a fair number of Larson fans in the grandstands because they let mm. the raspberries fly when it came time for that victory lane. interview. So mm -hmm. we're all talking about it. And then they're fighting on pit road, and you are doing an amazing job keeping your mouth shut. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, yeah, so we can talk about the fight because that was kind of uh, fun. <laughs> okay, so so I mean, so Ross Chastain, the the, the big uh, bad bully, Ross Chastain that everyone hates. Man, that was a quick one he got in there. Well, here's the problem with this thing. Okay, it is well and fine, and I love Noah Gregson. I just think he's just great, young, great for the sport, great everything like that. Here's the problem. If you're going to go down to a man's pit to whoop his butt, you, 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 you got to do something more than that. Don't just grab the fire Don't suit. Don't just grab the fire suit and let the guy roundhouse you and then NASCAR <laughs> officials. Now, now Noah, had an, Noah had one coming in, but by then it was too late. Yep. NASCAR officials got there. Kind of backfired down, on You him. went down to whoop a man's butt. Here's the other thing with Ross that everyone's going to need to think about. When Noah walked down there, Ross turned and walked toward him, too. Mm. So Ross was not, we need to, you, you want to go whip Ross's butt, you may want to think another a little yeah. bit about it. Because he was welcoming the conversation. And then when Noah grabbed the fire suit, conversation turned to something yeah. else. And I'm just like, ew, this whipping his butt may not be the best plan either. Yeah. Now, I don't know what we got to do. I mean, Ross is, Ross is making some enemies. I'm not defending yeah. everything that oh, Ross I'm has done I'm just talking here. about the, act the, the actual, actual the moment. Actual, the actual moment was like, it was quick. Yeah. It was real quick. And guys, it was apparent that that was not Ross's first fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, Craiger, I, I don't know if they, that went out. No, I'm, I'm on the air right now. You're on the air right now, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Ross, yeah. I'm just like, okay. It, it was quick. There's been a lot of people that have said he needs his butt kicked. We might want to rethink that strategy yeah, and come up with preparing. another plan. Because he walked over to Noah as Noah walked over to him. He wasn't shying away. He wasn't standing there. And when Noah got a hold of that fire suit, 
It was incoming at that point. And it was quick. It was quick. It was Did quick. Did you see uh, Brett Griffin or what they, they make those couch racer oh, yeah. apparel? And yeah, he's got the watermelon punch. The watermelon uh, punch. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, here's here's the beauty of it. The, the race at Kansas was really, really good. The, the, race, the racing was good all day long. We've talked about this all along. When NASCAR is good and people are saying yeah. good things about NASCAR, everything is Helps better. Helps everyone. Yeah, no, exactly. And, you know, and, and for us sprint car fans right now, we're on the short end of the stick this week. Uh, that just means we go to Darlington and Larson might lap the field. You yeah. know what I mean? That's how, because car speed and driving ability, boy, there is no they're weakness there. at Hendrick Motorsports right now. Yeah. That five car, good night, you know. Yeah. He just had short run. The Toyota's had a long run, and it just kind of met there on the last lap. But uh, good times when NASCAR is good. Sprint car racing is good. Late model racing is good. Everything is good. And, and we had a good week across yep. the board. Um, good stuff. And speaking of good stuff, Hefner Racing Products, HRP Wings are the original reset rivet wing. They're the original manufacturer of reset rivet wings. They use wind tunnel and track performance testing to outpace the industry in design, innovation, and functionality. And it's not only sprint cars, but lightning sprints, micros, and junior sprints. And they can be shipped across the world and can be economically ground shipped to your door. Absolutely. Let's get right to it. www.hrpracing.com. That's hrpracing.com. The Sage Fruit Hotline opens up when we come back. Brandon Spithaller from up in western Pennsylvania. He joins us first. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and second at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one -on -one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Let's go to the Sage Fruit Hotline because I love when our racers have weekends like this racer had. Uh, there's so many. That, that's the challenge with Wing Nation, Aaron, is that there's so many great racers across the country. Yeah. And we're like, we want to talk to this one. We want to talk to this one. We want to talk to this one. Once in a while, someone says, okay, you're going to talk to me because <laughs> I'm going to just go whoop everyone. And Brandon Smithaller whooped everyone this weekend, picked up the win at Lernerville on Friday night. Picked up the win at Mercer on Saturday and joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Hello, Brandon. How are you? Hi, Steve. Thanks for having me on Wing Nation. I appreciate it. Well, it is great to catch up with you. Congratulations. Uh, just uh, tell us about the weekend a little bit and, and, and how you accomplished the, the, the sweep of things. Well, it was, uh, it was a great weekend. Uh, the car was fast, obviously, Friday and Saturday. And believe it or not, that car was new at the beginning of the season. and uh, we were two nights in at the Attica All-Star Show a couple weeks back. It got tore up, and so it was fresh off the frame table um, at Tony Bieber prior to uh, prior to running Friday and Saturday, and right now it's batting a 1,000. So 
I can't complain. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> Brandon, after the race at Lernerville, you talked about how you were glad it rained and the track was heavy. Obviously, that suits your driving style. Um, just, just talk about how that works well for you. Yeah, it's kind of my entire career. I've, I've always kind of preferred a, a heavier, rougher racetrack. Um, I don't know why that is. Um, if if it glazes over, I struggle a little bit more than than if if there's something to get a hold of. And especially if there's the more ruts, the better. Maybe I'm just the dumber of the group. I don't know, but um, that's where I strive. Well, no doubt I picked that up. And then tell us uh, tell us about the win on Saturday night. How'd you do that at Mercer? Um, well, it was it was a little uh, interesting because Mercer put on a new surface over over the winter and. Um, Obviously, no complaints here. It was uh, <laughs> it was a it was a good uh, it, it was a good surface. They got they got some uh, quality clay, and it was uh, it didn't tear up tires. I mean, it was it was a nice racing surface. And um, as you guys mentioned, it had rained earlier in the week, but they had it sealed pretty tight. Um, it chunked up a little bit, but it, by the end of the feature, it was actually fairly. Um, it started to slicken up a little bit. So um, all in all, the I mean. I was I was happy with with how the car handled because we uh, we had to start seventh in that one um, on Saturday and I think rallied to was in the lead by lap six or seven and nice. and then just went away with it. Brandon, talk about how big a uh, confidence is in this sport. Obviously, getting a Friday night win, rolling into Saturday, it helps every driver. How big of a, a, a part of it was it for this weekend? <laughs> Um, it, it helps rolling in to the rest of the season for sure. And we thought we had a little bit of, um, speed and just didn't have the wind to show for it a couple weeks back. I think I, uh, I gave one away. Henry Malkett passed me with, uh, one or two to go at Wayne County. And we ended up second with their opening night a couple weeks back. So if, uh, if that would have worked out, we might've been talking about having three wins, but I'll just take take what we got this weekend and build off of that and and um looking forward to so currently we're going to try to chase the fast okay. series uh points title and um and run some other local and regional shows all the all-star and outlaw stuff up in up in the western pa eastern ohio area you're kind of in a neat spot there, and I mean, that was my question, actually, was what the game plan was, because um, you, you do seem to have a lot of options. You know, obviously, Friday night Lernerville, when it's not against a fast series race. Saturday, it looks like across the board, Sharon's got races, Mercer's got races, I, I don't know, Pennsylvania, try, uh, Sunday, you got racing up there. It seems like, and then, and then that's just Pennsylvania, Eastern Ohio, looks like you've got a lot of options over there around the fast series. Is there anything that's like a second priority or is it uh, just kind of pick and choose where you need to go? Um, we're not going to commit anything for points, but we're going to basically chase chase money. I mean, we'll be at the Attica Outlaw shows. We'll be at the Attica All-Star shows that don't conflict with fast. We'll be at the Wayne County High Limit show. Um, we'll be at any Wayne County money show. Um, kind of kind of pick and choose um that way and this is the first year in in a in a while that we even sat down to think that we were going to run for points for something but the uh the fast series kind of was a niche that um 
you know, in 2017 and 2018, I ran the all-star tour with my own stuff. Um, and, and Tony has done a great job, um, growing that series, but it, it's grown to where it's, it's almost, it's difficult to run your own team and with a day job and run it. Mm-hmm. I would probably be able to do it as a driver for somebody else, but, um, to, to, to try to do most of the tasks, um, it's a little difficult with trying to work a, a regular job, but that's where I think the opportunity for, you know, fast having 25, 30 shows or something that it's in a little bit less of a, of, you know, a towing radius. Yeah, that makes sense. Brandon, I want to talk a little bit about the competition in Western Pennsylvania. We talk a lot about Central Pennsylvania on our show. We talk about Ohio, but there is a little niche there in Western PA and Eastern Ohio. Um, The competition level in the last few years seemed to have really grown like it has across the country, really. But that area really between Mercer running more races and Tri-Cities back open, there's really a a good thing going on. Yeah, um, I mean, every winter you can sit down and write I mean, there's more racetracks running races than you can almost, than, than a, a local funded team would have enough motors to run. I mean, you mm-hmm. could write down 60 to 70 shows and just run local. Um, really, if you, you know, th- there's no shortage of places to race, which is great, especially now that, you know, you said Tri-City opened up, Knox Raceway opened up. So there's mm-hmm. two choices on Sundays at times, and there's multiple different options on Saturdays. It's, it's, it's come a long way. Yeah, I mean it really truly is, and it's and 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 let's hope. I don't need to. I'm not one that likes to likes to 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 point fingers or bust at anybody. But let's hope that the money can continue to climb. I know Lernerville is trying. They scratched caught put a little bit more money out there, and with high limits rolling through with the world of outlaws and everything like that, it just seems like that you're poised to do stuff out there. I, I want to talk about Mercer now, and I think I'm right on this. Um, 2019, they had one 410 show. And it, and I'm and is my understanding right? They're going to run they're going to run a number of Saturday night four ten shows. Is that accurate? Yeah, I think it's uh, don't don't pin me down, but I think it's like seven to nine shows or something nice. around that area. And they're all I don't believe there's one that pays less than three grand to win. So um, there's there's some money to be had in Western PA, which is a, a good thing. And um, and also the the revival Western PA Speed Week is oh, yeah. is some money mm. you know around our area which is which is helpful. I'd forgotten about that Speed Week thing too. Yeah, that's because yeah. that's coming up not too far down the road as well. That's um that's really really uh, really really good stuff. That's for sure. Um, going back to Lernerville, you picked up the win. Um, was there was there something that you've done a little different there? You talked about the track conditions because it'd been a little while since you'd been in Victory Lane. There was there was there something that you you kind of picked up on, or did those track conditions and the new car setup and everything like that just kind of kind of zone in for you? The the track conditions probably helped, but to be flat out honest, we we weren't very we just were downright bad opening night, um, mm-hmm. the yeah. Friday prior, and went back to the drawing board and and tried some tried some different stuff that actually norm on a normal night I wouldn't choose to do as far as bars and shocks and um and it worked out and then we just kept we kind of went along the same lines and did similar things on Saturday and and it worked out again so um you you talked about the fact that you're not specifically running for points does that help you in getting off the 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 tried and true plan and 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 taking a swing at things like that yeah i mean you gotta you gotta kind of look at it as a paid paid test session especially if the whole goal for that 
we were shooting for a three race weekend with Tri City canceling Sunday, and the goal was it was a fast weekend that was off. And like I said, we had tore that car up, and the plan was to shake it down and and you know make sure we had a good piece. You know now that it was straight again, and and kind of dial it in for next weekend for there's two fast shows coming up. So. Um, Mission accomplished. And I think we accomplished that, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Well, fantastic stuff. I'm, I'm glad I enjoyed uh, catching up with you and meeting yeah. you when I was up there a couple years ago. And uh, I just love, I wish, like like I said, when we brought you on the program, man, I wish we had like six hours to cover everybody here. <laughs> um, I'm glad you had such a good weekend up there and we had a chance to catch up with you. We wish you the best with a fast tour along the way. But uh, thanks for joining us here, Brandon, on Wing Nation. All right, thank you very much. There we go. Brandon Smithaller joining us on Wing Nation. Man, I, yeah, I met him at, uh, I think it was at Mercer, one of, the, one of those races up there, and just salt of the earth, good quality guy, uh, just out there slinging a sprint car around yeah, the racetrack. Working full time. And working full time yeah. and doing it, man. I'll tell you what, uh, you know, we talk a lot. We spent the first part of the show talking about Rico and Donnie and Logan and guys like that. Man, these guys like Brandon Smithaller, man, they're just, they're just working their guts out. Their passion for sprint car racing is so, so strong. And to see him, his smiling face in victory lane, not once but twice over the weekend was good. All that, Eric, all that effort, straightening out that race car. Yeah. How about that? Pull the car right off the frame yeah. machine, right straight to victory lane. Yeah, and you know, in, in my career, there were times that we fixed a car and it actually ran a little better than the car was before. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah well, chassis tweaked a little different. Who knows? Pressure's off something. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he's hit on something. He's hit on something. That's Obviously, it. fast drive. Yes, the fast series is going to be fun to watch with mm-hmm. uh, Brandon in the mix as we go forward. Um, been a wild adventure for Mark Dobmeyer. Yeah, Ooh, man, oh man, we're gonna t- we're gonna find out what's going on, how the healing process is, what happened in Arizona, and so much more. Mark, Mark Dobmeyer, he joins us next here on Wing Nation. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus, you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway, featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. You know, and we sit here in North Carolina, and we get to an occasional race here, an occasional race there, and I'm like, man, I really like I really like watching this guy race, and I really like watching that guy race, and everything like that. And one of my favorites over the course of time, uh, we get a chance to see him once in a while at Houston's at Knoxville, um, is uh, Mark Dobmeyer. Yep. And uh, so he joins us now. Of course, it's been quite the adventure he's had this spring. Uh, joining us on the Sage Fruit Hotline is Mark Dobmeyer. Hello, Mark. How are you? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? We are doing well. Um, Mark, a lot of uh, lot of news happening with you. You're racing a 360 car in Arizona. Uh, bad fire, end up with some burns. 
Um, how are you? How is the healing? How is the process going? How are you feeling? Oh, it's been, uh, I'm feeling really good right now. It's been kind of a crazy adventure. Um, I guess there's a lot, a lot to the story, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty tough there for, uh, for a month or so. We, uh, I spent a week and a half or 10 days, I think roughly up in, uh, Arizona at a burn unit and then, uh, got, got flown home and, uh, was home for a little bit then i had to go to minneapolis to uh for to do my secondary care once i got back here and as soon as, they, as soon as they saw it they wanted to do more grafting so we took some more off my uh off my thigh and they put some more on my right foot and a little bit on achilles tendon area and and i was down and out again for about another week and then uh it's been kind of a kind of a slow steady healing process but uh Things are uh, things are really good right now. It's I feel like the last uh, three weeks with uh, physical therapy and everything, um, I've gotten to kind of where I need to be. Um, we're back uh, back working full time at the radiator shop and the bond office. And uh, I guess to put it in perspective, you know you know the bail bond business a little bit. I'm back uh, back hunting guys down again. We just did one <laughs> yesterday. So oh <laughs> so gosh, well things, we... things are things are going pretty good again yeah we'll need to hear that story in a little bit because you always have some crazy adventures mark i've followed along with your journey on social media uh you know you've been through a lot in your racing career you broke your back but you talked about a few times in some of your tweets about the 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 pain that is involved with burns not to go into too graphic details but how difficult was it to get through this this injury um it was um i guess you don't really have uh, choices when it comes to it. You know, when it happens, yeah. it, there is no choice. You just uh, stick your head up and you you, tre- you trudge through it, no matter what it is. You know, and uh, just just think about the the end of it and keep going. Uh, the pain is definitely ex- excruciating in uh, in burns. It's uh, and it's just a, it's an ongoing agony. Like it just doesn't. You don't get breaks or anything. You know, like with the uh, with the when I broke my back a couple years ago. Um, that was that was painful as well, but it was like it was a different type of pain. You know, if you got in the right position, you wouldn't have anything. And it, it seemed like I healed a lot faster through that uh, through the back injury. Like that only took like within a month, I was off off everything and kind of off and and running, so to say. Um, uh, this one has been <laughs> quite a bit longer, and it's just uh, it takes a long time to get these burns to heal. It's just a, just a slow process. Um, one other thing about burns is that I found that I didn't know about that I think a lot of people don't know about is you don't see the actual injury right away. So when this, the night it happened, um, I, I, they cut my suit off and I'm looking at it and yeah, I could pull some sheets of skin off my skin here and there, but it honestly looked like a bad sunburn. It really didn't look that bad. And apparently burns take 48 to 72 hours before they show their true face. So, um, as I was as I was sitting there for the next few days, I'm like, "What are they talking about?" And then it just it slowly started coming and coming and coming and getting worse. And it takes a long time for the burns to actually come to the surface. But then once they do, they get pretty ugly. <laughs> wow! I did not know that. I did not know that either. Um, holy! Uh, I didn't either, but I learned it the hard way. <laughs> well, I tell you what, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Mark, what what happened on the racetrack and the immediate response after that? Is there is there something that you've learned or that we learned? I mean, you look at all these instances and say, what happened? What went wrong? Um, just just kind of walk us through what the process was uh, once once you, you you realized you were in trouble there in Central Arizona. Um, well, you know, it's, it, it's kind of a, kind of a, kind of a nightmare type situation at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, as I was racing, I did, I did feel a little tickle of, uh, coolness on my right leg at one point. And I'm like, God, it almost feels like a fuel leak, but I wasn't, couldn't, didn't get enough where I could stay for sure. You know, so I ran a couple more laps and then, 
then I felt it more. I'm like, okay, this is definitely a few leak. I'm I'm out of here, you know. So my plan was I was coming around three and four, and I was going to pull to the infield and uh, hit the ignition switch to get rid of the spark and everything down that down the uh, front stretch. Yeah. Uh, where my plan where my plan went wrong is the yellow flag came out and a bunch of cars slowed up right in front of me. And uh, oh. so as soon as I slowed up, got out of the gas, obviously the the engine will pop a little bit or throw some flame out the exhaust. And as soon as it did that, I heard I heard the woof of the fire, and then I knew I was uh. It was in trouble, um, and uh, so I was dri- driving a fireball, so I, I stopped it as soon as I could. I spun a 180, got to the inside of the track, and I stopped it, and I knew what was going on, so I tried to methodically kind of take my belt off so I didn't get tangled in them, um, which is tough to do when you're when you're a little bit of a panic, but you're trying to, you know, you're on fire, so it's a little crazy. So um, I did that, and I jumped out, and I started rolling right away. Um, I think the problem was when the yellow flag came out, everyone was looking at the car that was spun out, and I was kind of a side deal on the opposite end of the track. Yeah. So I think all the, all, all the responders were looking the other way and didn't see me um, rolling on the track on fire. It kind of took a while to, uh, to get the response to them, to me. Um, yeah. They, uh, I, I rolled for about, they said about 150 feet, but about halfway through, I heard red, red, red on the radio. So I knew they, they finally figured it out and they were coming my way. And it just took, uh, it took a little extra long for, uh, for them to get to me. So, um, the other frustrating part, I guess, uh, about it is I, I didn't know it, but they didn't have an actual ambulance at the track. They had a lot of tracks do this and I, I don't agree with it. Uh, but they'll have uh, like volunteer EMTs or crews there and they'll have their own ambulance, but it might not be stocked up, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I didn't really agree with that, but they did get very good care to me, uh, very fast. They helicoptered me out and, uh, things went pretty good after that. So. Oh, man. Yeah, that is frustrating. I, I'm 100% with you that, you know, it's great that there's some volunteer EMTs, but there's no need that there's not a, there's some tracks I don't even know currently, but that I had raced at the same thing. I don't think the ambulance actually even ran. It just parked there and they had some EMTs. So I'm with you on that. I think that's really frustrating. Mark, one of the tweets you, um, oh, go ahead. I, I didn't say anything. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I started to say something. Uh, one of the tweets that you had sent oh. out during your recovery was you gave um, Doug Wolfgang, a shout out. You said he gave you a pep talk. I'd love to hear more about that. Doug's one of my heroes. I know he went through something uh, similar and awful as well. That that was uh, absolutely amazing. You know, this was when I was in kind of the heart of it. You could say I was in when I was in Arizona in the burn unit, and uh, I was having kind of. It was, he had perfect timing because I was having one of them days where you're just kind of kind of frustrated because there's nothing you can do. Everything's out of your control. It's in the uh, you know, it's in the healing stage, it's in the doctor's hands, it's in your body's hands, and you're just kind of sitting there. I was a little frustrated that day, and out of the blue, I got a phone call, and it was it was Doug Wolfgang, and he just, uh, he went, he heard about it. Um, we, we've known each other quite a bit, because like when his son Robbie raced at Houston, I got to know Robbie quite well, too, and, and Doug just from being around the Houston area. So um, he, he said that uh, me and uh, Dave Lunster have been one of his favorites for the years, watching over the years, so... He wanted to reach out to me, and we uh, we had a nice little chat. He told me a lot about his burns, and uh, he went through a heck of a lot more than I did. I will say that I can't imagine what that uh, what that man had to deal with burns and pain. And uh, he's a hell of a strong man and a great guy to just reach out and kind of give me a little pep talk at the end of the day. And he's actually called a couple times since then, and uh, we've kind of stayed in touch and kind of let him know how the healing process has been going. So um, it uh, that that definitely made my day. He's been one of my childhood heroes. He's He's one of the first outlaw T-shirts I got. I remember back in the day when I was a kid, and uh, just always been one of my heroes. So that was it was a pretty cool moment. 
Pretty cool moments. Mm-hmm. It's sad that you share something in common with the fire, but it's a it's a pretty cool moment. <laughs> I mean, it just you, you you take what you get, I guess, at that point. Mark, I'm I'm scared of your answer on this, and this answer is either way. I'm scared to death of it. Recovery, <laughs> race cars. Where where are we at with this? And I don't know if I want you to tell me you're never going to do it again, and I don't want to tell you you're doing Friday night at River Cities. Where are we at with this? Well, uh, River Cities is planning on opening this Friday night, weather permitting. We've had a lot of rain around here lately. So um, I honestly feel, and I've had talks with my doctors about it, that I am uh, uh, capable of doing it again right away. Uh, my burns are all healed up. Um, they are completely sealed, and it's... <laughs> My timing's about right because this is about the soonest I could possibly do it. I think as well. Like burns have a lot of open sores on them as as they're healing, and uh, you know this accident happened on uh, was it March uh, March 10th? I think when the accident is, and like as of this week, the final little scabs and uh, open sores are basically healing up and uh, completely sealed is what they call it. I guess at this point, so my skin's going to be kind of what it is now from here on out. So um, there's really no no more risk for me to. Uh, as far as racing, I mean, it's more more of a worry of like getting your hit and you know having your getting hit in the legs and having your legs crack open because the skin's not as tough as it was before, you know. Um, and with the physical therapy, I've got my range of motion back on my foot and everything, so I feel comfortable enough where we're going to give it a go this Friday. And then uh, Houston's opens up on Sunday for Mother's Day weekend, and uh, that's <laughs> yeah. our plan. We've been uh, <laughs> we've been a little behind the eight ball in the shop because because uh, all this, but we're uh, we've been. My whole crew's been pitching in, and we've kind of been busting our butts, and we're going to uh, have this thing ready for the weekend. So that's uh, that's my plan as of now. Uh, it, it it doesn't even shock me. No, it, it sounds it, like it's meant I, to be. Yeah, I I like I I'm like I I hate to think he's going to race this weekend. I'd hate to think he's never going to race again. If I'm leaning one way, he'll be at River City yeah. on Friday night. And so you kind of confirmed what I thought, and 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 I'm glad that the healing is to this point where you can do this. Um, yeah. Yeah, you've been through a lot the last few years, so uh, obviously that's the case. Well, Mark, uh, we're glad the road to recovery continues on and includes getting back in the race car this weekend. We appreciate the time. You've always been so good on Wing Nation, you know, and and sadly we've talked about some back injuries and some fires. Next time, let's talk about a big win. How about that? Is that a deal? You know, know, that's what what I was just thinking about. You know, whenever you guys call, I I absolutely love it because it usually means you're doing something right. But we've had a a couple interviews now, and I'm uh, (laughs) for the opposite where something happened and we're, we're trying to get back to it. So um, I absolutely hope we can uh, talk later this season about some big wins, maybe a Houston's championship, maybe uh outlaw winning Grand Forks or something fun like that. So yeah. I also got to uh, give a big shout out and a, a thanks to uh, Todd LaHaye with Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. Um, through all this, he, he has been an absolute uh, awesome uh, supporter and great, great friend. He's uh, he's taken care of a lot of stuff and uh, I had some good friends like Brandon Bicey that was down there with me. And my whole crew, Brandon, actually stayed in the hospital with me in Arizona for uh, for a whole week and kind of helped me through a lot of this stuff. So a lot of good, uh, I got an awesome support group between all my friends and family and uh, and a lot of people pitched in and, and helped me get back to this point in a hurry. So I got to thank them. Boy, I'm glad you did because that's the important stuff. Mm-hmm. That really, truly is. Uh, and who doesn't love Buffalo Wild Wings? You know, <laughs> I mean, love it. Man, I could go for some garlic. <laughs> Might have to sneak out of here to some garlic Parmesan wings here before I get to my next venture. So uh, good stuff. Mark, congratulations on the uh, recovery. And uh, we wish you the best this weekend and on throughout. And we will talk to you about these wins coming up soon. Sounds like a plan. I appreciate it. Thank you. There we go. Dynamite Mark Dobmeyer. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, oh, we didn't even get to the bond story. Darn it! Oh, we didn't even get to the bond story. Well, we'll talk, you know, we'll talk yeah. bail bonds and victory lane next. Because you time. know it was a good one, by the way. Well, he was it talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, went tracking some guy down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark's up. Uh, runs a radiator shop, a bail bondsman shop, and then of course he drives sprint cars. A couple years ago, we had him on our television program, and he talked about. Like, it sounds like one of those apartment complexes where he's on the second or third floor, and the guy went right off the end of it, and Mark went right off after him, tracking him down. So And through a lake and through woods, and lakes. he was going all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can imagine, Mark Dobmeyer, if you start to escape Mark, that that he's yeah. a racer. And it's like, oh, no, you're, you're not. not you, you would be the yet. same. You would be the same. No. Yes, you would be the same. Someone, someone does something. <laughs> you, to you challenge me. You're you're, you're going to bird dog that person to to their their caught. So okay. you racers would Fair be the, you, you racers are that way, which is why we love <laughs> racers. It really is. But man, oh man, um, I, like I said, I just I, I'm so happy that his recovery me is too. going so well that he's going to be back wheeling that Buffalo Wild Wings yeah. car on Friday night. And I'm glad we talked to him when we did. Like he said, if we talked to him, we tried a few weeks ago. Yeah, I don't. It was great to hear his spirits today. Yeah, we really had a good time on yeah. this. And when I was doing the notes, I knew River City's opened up, and I'm like, oh boy, here we yeah. go. And I didn't. And I went on a social, and there was nothing about what their plans were. Um, but I'm not surprised no. at all. I'm not surprised at all. Okay, we need to step away. More Wing Nation is coming up in just a moment. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Johnny Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one -on -one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit, rolling along, and uh, man, Brandon Smithaller and Mark Dobmeyer. Ooh, man, both just great, yeah. great racers, and um, you know, here we go. Dobmeyer's going to be back wheeling that car again, I'm telling <laughs> are you, you what. Were you really surprised? No, I, I wasn't. I wasn't, but it's like you don't want to see the guy do anything crazy, which he, he runs a bail bonds business. And, and drive sprint drive cars. sprint cars. Yeah. So you're like, okay, is this good? But but I was glad that he went into details about the healing. Yeah. And the process is far enough along. Yeah. And he yeah, got and the doctor's approval. The doctor's approval. Yeah. I mean, just like because I know. I mean, you know, this is three weeks earlier. I think it gets a little sketchy. Uh, yeah. I don't. I think his. I think his reaction is still the same. I think he races the car, but I think it's maybe not in his best interest. I think now. Yes. Yeah. I, Agree. I, I'm. I'm glad. Oh my gosh. And and racing is better. With a guy like Mark mm -hmm. Dottmeyer in the in the, in the sport, he's just such a wonderful, wonderful person. All right, let's get into speaking of wonderful people. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum birthday calendar yesterday: A.J. Watson. Later this week: Oscar Red Garnett, Laverne Nance, Walt James. Tomorrow: birthday of a buddy, Tom Schmay. Mm -hmm. His birthday tomorrow: Jim Chino, 
Johnny Hansen, Burl Ward, and tomorrow is the birthday of Roger Beck, a 2015 inductee into the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Raced some in stock cars and midgets in Southern California. He was the 1954 CCRA championship over some guy by the name of Parnelli Jones. Mm. When you whoop Parnelli Jones, you're yeah. doing good. Really got more into the building. He built some of those high-speed land record cars for uh, Mickey Thompson, which that's the Bonneville Salt Flat mm-hmm. cars. Uh, worked for Eddie Kuzma for a number of years, uh, Indy Roadsters, Champ Cars, and Sprint Cars, then started to field his own cars, and boy, did he have some success. Um, Jan Opperman, Lloyd Beckman, the 1970 Knoxville Nationals winning car, Joe Saldana, mm-hmm. the 1975 Knoxville National winning car of Eddie Levitt, and uh, Leroy Van Conant and more drove his cars. So uh, today is the birthday of Roger, or tomorrow is the birthday of Roger Beck, and uh, that is awesome. That is yeah, really, is. truly awesome. So fun stuff. All right, Aaron, it's that week. It's Here that we. week. It is that week where if you are of the faint of heart or squeamish, stay off social media because it is time. Yipper. And it starts tomorrow night, the Gettysburg Clash at Williams Grove. They did get a race in at Williams Grove, a World of Outlaw race at Williams Grove. Yeah. Rico Abra was the winner. Um... I think there's a young man by the last name of Raymer that's looking pretty stout up there on yeah. the home front as well. He seems to be rolling pretty good. Now, this Wednesday night show is going to be a dandy, that's mm-hmm. for sure. So what else is going on in Pennsylvania? Well, World of Outlaws. Hello. That's a dumb question. Williams Grove, Morgan Cup. That's right. Yep. Last year, uh, this weekend, it was Brent Marks won Friday night, and it rained out on Saturday. Saturday. Right. The Summer Nationals was Lance Deweese and Brad Sweet. And then when we got to the National Open... <laughs> Lance uh, Deweese ruins everything. He ruins everything. No, he doesn't. I know he doesn't. No, I'm just kidding. But they took all the money. Uh, uh, that's what they did. All-Stars, Friday night at Jacksonville, and Saturday at Wilmot with the IRA. That's going to be an awesome one. Yeah, well. It'll be fun. And King of the West, Peter Murphy Classic is this weekend. Peter Murphy. Peter Murphy. 11,000 to win Saturday night at Keller. Man, I'm telling you, the King of the West racing. Yeah. They've got some stuff going on out there. I'm telling you, folks, you want to dial up. They're on flow. You, you get back from your Saturday night home track, and you want you to dial up some it. racing. Yep. You catch some King of the West racing, you're going to pop an extra bag of popcorn and catch that every week. Uh, that's been good yeah. stuff out there. And Keller is one of those. Another one of those tracks with a great story that it just is growing. Peter Murphy is uh, yeah. running the track. And it's another one of those tracks that's just kind of inching its way forward. Saturday night, 11 grand to win out there. Season openers, well, Mark Dodmar just talked about both of them. River City Speedway, Friday night for the NOSA Sprints, and Husets, big Mother's Day weekend. I love that they open historically, traditionally on Mother's Day. Yeah, me too. Something about that that's cool. You don't have to say, what week does Husets open? They yeah. Always and it's open always, on uh, you know, obviously they run Sundays, so it's, yeah. And that Sunday deal has worked so well for them. Yeah. Um, big season up there, the Husets High Bank Nationals, $250,000 to win. Imagine if Dob Meyer will win that one. I bet you we will definitely have him on there. We'll definitely have him on there, that's for sure. Um, Kind of a news item, note item uh, from from what we're doing here, uh, Wing Nation. Um, And and I tag it in after the High Bank Nationals. Last couple of years, we've done our live road shows from the High Bank Nationals, from the Weikert Memorial, and from the Knoxville Nationals. Uh, We're not going to be able to do road shows this year. Just a lot of things have changed here on the home front. Um, the the tracks have wanted to have us there. We've 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 wanted to go there. Um, but it's just not 
in the cards this year. So uh, we're bummed. We're bummed. Mm-hmm. We're going to miss the Weikert Memorial. Uh, Ashley's actually going to be doing some stuff pre-race with the Beer Hill Gang. They're doing some shows pre-race. Ashley's going to do that. But we're going to really miss Houston's and specifically the Knoxville Nationals. Yeah. So uh, it's just there's there's no way to describe this other than we're bummed about it is that there's no road shows this year for Wing Nation, and we're, we're, we're bummed about it. We really are. Um, the, tracks, the, the tracks wanted to do it. We just weren't able to do it on our end, and uh, we hate it. We really do. So um, there, there you have it. And uh, a lot of sprint car racing. I've got a pretty good summer planned out. I can't wait to get some races, but I'd love to be doing the road shows. But uh, not going to happen this year. And uh, we'll continue on here, though, with our weekly conversation uh, like we had today. Great, great stuff um, with uh, Brandon Smithaller and with Mark Dobmeyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of great stuff, Wing Nation TV presented by Sage Fruit. Uh, this week we have Logan Shuhart on. Great, great talking with Logan. He's, gosh, he's awesome. He is so awesome. <laughs> um, Twitter, or, uh, or that's um, Wednesday night on Rev TV. It's easy for me to say. Uh, Friday on Mav TV. Um, we talked about this a little bit now. Um, we've talked about our gear, our racing gear. Holy cow. We've partnered with, with Sky over at um, Tom Book Motorsports. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we're on the Tom Book Motorsports trailer. Um, unfortunately, they're not allowed to sell at World of All Our Races. So this, this weekend, you won't be able to do it. You can go to Shop Wing Nation. She's got another new shirt out. And this, yeah. is, this might be my favorite one. I mean, I, I, do, I wish I should have thought and got Craig or some graphics on it or whatever it is, but just go to shopwingnation.com, shopwingnation.com, get your Wing Nation gear. Um, we have, we, in complete honesty, we went through a couple of different scenarios with these shirts. Yeah. And it was kind of like, okay, well, we can have Sky do it. Best thing ever that happened to us on shirts. I mean, yeah. ever happened to us on shirts. She's spectacular and she's creative. And you, you go, I was at the High Limits race, and she's got everything laid out there. I mean, it's fantastic. So where Justin Pack and Tom Book Motorsports are racing, you can get your Wing Nation gear, or you can get it at www.shopwingnation.com, shopwingnation.com. Follow along with us all week long on Twitter and Facebook, or all of these shows and everything more are on our YouTube page as well. Again, we appreciate Brandon Smithaller and Mark Dobmeyer for joining us. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here. On Wingnet. This season, Toyota Racing is looking for jugglers. Uh-huh. Not the ones who toss balls or rings. Uh-huh. Fans that can juggle the rigors of a 10 month long season across many different racing circuits. Well, what if I added knives? What if you added GR Cup, Formula Drift, and off road racing? If you can juggle it all, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. Formula Drift is a registered trademark of Formula Drift's holdings, LLC. Nation.